Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. And be sure to check out the product of the week on sale right now on the front webpage. Y'all voted, and it won the vitamin C caps with antioxidants. Told you guys yesterday, it's on Wednesday. The votes changed. They're tallied up. And whatever wins, wins and goes on sale. And the older product basically no longer on sale anymore. So you've got one more day if you want to stock up on the vitamin C with antioxidants and vote for what you want to see win. Looks like the zinc is pulling pretty hard. Not surprisingly, it's a lot of uh, a lot of people are wanting to get stay in shape now and stay healthy. It's interesting how COVID really changed the mentality of so many people. I told you all that yesterday, and it's actually been encouraging. As I run into people now and I talk to people that in some cases weren't even interested in health or nutrition or the truth about shots and everything else. And now I run into them. They start asking me questions about stuff. Oh, did you hear about this? You hear about this supplement or what, what do you think about stacking, you know, high doses of zinc with, you know, vitamin C? And I'm like, well, here's the protocol that I've always recommended. And they say, oh, that's awesome. And this is, again, why it's so important that people continue to forward the show and keep, keep speaking the truth. Also, too, I saw an article earlier here, and it's talking about how people are going to the banks and they're demanding money now. And they're starting this kind of bank run domino effect. And I've told a lot of people, I've, and people have been asking me about this all week, I said, what you're seeing right now is a lot of theater in order to terrify individuals about stuff that's going on. Are the banks, some of them, insolvent? Absolutely. Are some of these banks completely and totally over leveraged? Absolutely. Do some of these banks not deserve to be functioning as a bank? That's also an absolute fact. However, what we're also seeing here now is Dad and I went into detail yesterday, a whole lot of hanky-panky going on behind the scenes with them using this as, again, another distraction tool. Remember how all the stuff got released last week? On January 6th and the video footage and all the stuff that was going on with people just walking through peacefully through the Capitol. But yet for two and a half years, we've had the January 6th committee screaming and yelling and pounding their fist. This is the largest insurrection we've ever seen in the United States since the Civil War. Remember all that? But suddenly now, those videos are not even being spoken about. And it was interesting to me because I had talked to a guy that is pretty pretty well-versed as far as in the political world. And I talked to him last week, and I was asking him about this because I told him, I said, you know, Fox News is, you know, most cases, total theater. And he goes, yeah. He said, the thing about Fox News, though, he's like, in some cases, he goes, sometimes stuff gets put out there that they don't necessarily expect to have the same effect and he goes when the videos that got released with tucker carlson obviously they approve for that to go out it's fox news it's all controlled he said but i don't think they quite expected as many people to become so infuriated and absolutely irate about being lied to and he goes there was alternative media i mean there's media all over the entire country that started covering that and basically screaming it from the rooftops for good reason and what's interesting about this now is this is what people need to start doing as well about COVID. People need to start calling out the nonsense we've seen with COVID. And they're putting these little things out there. Oh, Fauci's talking about this. No, no gain of function research was done over in China and the lab leak theory, all this theater. Well, suddenly now, what's the biggest thing to distract everybody and get people off the topic? Oh, bank runs. Oh, yeah. Make sure you extract all your money out of the bank today. You got to go pull your money out. Listen. 
I'm not giving you any financial advice. You do whatever you feel is best. But there's a whole lot of theater now that I'm seeing all over mainstream media about this bank stuff and not a single coverage of the January 6th illegal, unconstitutional arrest and detainment of law-abiding citizens who are simply walking through a Capitol building that we fund with our taxpayer dollars. Just going to throw that one out there, and you guys do what you want with it. Also, too, in other news, speaking of playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes, the judo instructor who basically beat up two police officers over in England, over in Haywood, uh, Rochelle, Manchester, he now has had uh, basically everything pretty much adjudication withheld, and he has to do 100 days of community service. (laughs) He originally was charged with multiple felonies for assaulting two police officers and injuring them pretty badly. And I've read this story. It's on Daily Mail. It's funny because Daily Mail tries to paint him as this bad guy, this judo instructor who hurled police officers to the ground and attacked another one for holding free outdoor children's classes during COVID lockdown avoids jail. They're saying it like it's a like it's a bad thing. So this martial arts judo instructor, Daniel Carr, and this guy's like top tier judo instructor, used to compete worldwide. Guy can fight. Okay, Just leave it at that. He decided over in England, and this guy's this was back in 2021. This wasn't in 2020 when everything was all crazy and nobody knew what was going on. This was back in February 2021. They had forced him to shut down his classes, his building. So he put out basically a public service announcement and said, hey, listen, I'm going to offer free judo exercise classes outside in this park. It's February 2021 now. It's fairly chilly, but it's outside, fresh air. The whole entire COVID narrative has started to unravel now. And he says, free classes. He goes, the mental health of our country is collapsing. The mental health of our children are collapsing. If you want to come basically enjoy a free judo exercise class, come on out to the park. Come on out at noon, and I'm going to do it completely for free. No charge, nothing. Don't care. Not asking for anything. Just a free exercise. So 300 people end up coming out there. All right? So these two constables, which – you know, you got to kind of question their IQ as far as what they wanted to do with this guy. They basically go up to him and they said, you got to shut down the class. He said, no, I'm not shutting down the class. They said, we're going to arrest you. They said, he goes, no, you're not going to arrest me. They said, well, we're going to arrest you right now. He goes, you're not going to arrest me. And so they grabbed him to handcuff him and he took down one of the officers and <laughs> broke his wrist. I guess it wasn't an accident. It was kind of an accident and uh, broke a rib. Well, well, the other officer, they said he, they pepper sprayed judo instructor car, but it was unsuccessful. <laughs> and so that officer was also taken down and injured until it turned this giant brouhaha when numerous police officers descended on him and essentially arrested him for a whole slew of charges. And I guess now he got a really good attorney, and so they basically – he's doing 100 days of community service and no jail time. And again, I'm not advocating violence at law enforcement, but you got to be a special kind of stupid to walk up to a top-level worldwide champion judo instructor in the middle of a free class outside in a park and tell them that you're going to arrest him by yourself with one other officer. I'm just being honest with that. I grew up in, grew up in karate. I grew up in uh, jiu-jitsu karate and taekwondo i've known some guys that are way way better than i ever was and i can tell you right now i would never go and try to arrest them when they're doing something that's quite helpful for the benefit of humanity but yet this is what happens when you have morons that follow orders that just simply go i'm just following orders i'm doing what i'm told to do no don't take it as offense well he took it as offense and uh, it was interestingly enough about this now they've pretty much dropped all jail time on this so 
I'm glad he's not going to jail. Sorry the officers got severely injured. Quite frankly, though, that's their own stupidity going after this guy in the middle of a free session out in the park in February 2021. This again shows you the level of moronic behavior when people are continually lied to and they believe any single thing they're told. I've had people bring up different topics to me, whether it be, you know, stuff that goes on in space and earth and all these different things. People go, what do you believe about that? And I said, I'll tell you right now, I don't have any factual proof on that. I know we've been told. I know we continue to be told about in science books. I said, but there's a lot of things that don't add up. And when I put the math together and I realized that almost every single thing that we're told on a regular basis is either theater or manipulated or a lie, you got to kind of question everything. And COVID was one of the biggest perpetrated lies in the entire world, (laughs) should say. And again, this is why I've continually said repeatedly, I will not forget and pretend like they did to us what they're trying to pretend like they didn't do to us now. I'm not going to forget about it, and I won't stop talking about it, and I'm going to continue to encourage people to stay strong because COVID, as we saw, was entirely too effective of a scenario. It was too effective. It, it did too good of a job for them to let it go and not try something similar to that again. That is why it's so important. You keep your mind, keep your body, keep your soul strong, continue to exercise, keep your immune system strong, and by all means, I can encourage you. Take some type of classes in self-defense if you've never taken some. Take some gun training classes if you've never taken some. Make sure you're well-versed in understanding how to defend yourself and your family if you need to do so. What do you think, that about this, this judo instructor over there in England? <laughs> I had a friend of mine. His name was Dwayne. He was a black belt in judo, black belt in karate, black belt in taekwondo, black belt in everything. And uh, his, he was a police officer in Tallahassee. And uh, he was one of those guys that you just leave alone. Just you just don't mess with the mess with him, and he was like a champion. He used to fight all the time, and it's just a it was just a real mess, you know. When you start going to people that have black belts and they're trying to give free lessons out, and especially in February in England because it's gonna be really cold anyhow, you know. It, you know, you think through it for a second. I mean, number one, the guy says, "I don't feel like I want to be arrested." It reminds me of that movie Tombstone, you know, with with uh, with, with Kurt Russell, you know, when he was Wyatt Earp. And then they had this big fight out of the OK Corral, and he goes, "Oh, by the way, you know the, the, the local town, you know, sheriff or constable or whatever is going to come in and, and arrest him." And he goes, "I don't think I'm going to let you arrest me today," and walked away. You know, and uh, you think, well, why would people do that? Well, sometimes you know people want to get arrested for just the wrong reason. The fact that this guy's even being given is being given a hundred hours community service is wrong too. We guy wasn't doing anything wrong. And can you imagine how, how bad it must have hurt when it's that cold in February in England and somebody just throw, throws you to the ground? <laughs> it must <have> really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I, I know I played football before when it's really cold outside and you know and you know it's like 35 degrees. You're out there hitting the ball, people running into you like, oh gosh, that hurt. And so I can't imagine what that must have felt like. But apparently they had enough of them finally show up as a duty. They probably they probably came overwhelmingly with force and probably, well, they don't really carry guns over in England. Well, they used to not, they may now, but uh, it's just crazy. And it's, it's, just, it's just, it goes back to the poor, the more of the theater nonsense. By the way, Kennedy came out and, and basically has really hammered Trump again. And, and you know, and, and what's, what, what he's saying basically is that Trump knew about what was going on, you know, with, with vaccines, that he was going to hire Kennedy basically, you know, to basically lead a, lead a tax task force against vaccines. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden he didn't do it. In fact, he actually says, quote, Trump got there and said, I'm going to get rid of the swamp. He asked me, asked Kennedy to be on the Vaccine Safety Commission. Remember, we reported on all this. Then when that news got out, Pfizer gave him a million dollars for his inaugural party. And he appointed two of Pfizer's lobbyists, Scott, Scott Gottlieb and Alex Azar, to run HHS. 
and they killed the Vaccine Safety Commission, and Gutley went on to serve on Pfizer's board and became head of the FDA. And the thing that I feel like I've had is that he basically – Kennedy goes on to say that he has sued those agencies for 40 years. He knows how they work. He's written books about them. He's studied them, and they know the people who are causing the problems. And he says he knows how to fix these agencies. Kennedy does. Now, whether he's ever pointed or not, that's not going to ever happen, by the way, because these agencies are also run by the international mafiosa drug cartel groups. See, there's too much of money in prescription drugs. Just, it's just, I mean, there's trillions of dollars in prescription drugs and trillions of dollars in illegal drugs, and they want to control all of that stuff. That's why they control the manufacturing of the prescription drugs. That's why they control the studies of the prescription drugs. That's why they give certain people research grants to go in and find out that these drugs are safe when they're not safe, and that's why 50% of the drugs that are approved either have their warning labels changed or taken off the market within five years because it simply doesn't work. And, and you know, and what's what's funny about this? I had a, one of our one of our former guests basically. I, I sent him this information this morning, and uh, you know, and she, and she said something very interesting to me. I'm not going to give you any names here this morning because I'm not asking her if I could expose this. But she goes, "I'm a former libertarian. I only joined the GOP to support Trump. Having said that, I recognize there are two possible abilities. Number one, he has control of the bloodline Kazarian mafia all along, and just being their public opposition to continue their divide and conquer strategy. Okay." What she's saying is he's a Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan puppet. Or, number two, he's the front man for opponents of the Khazaria Mafia, and to be effective, he had to play a deep game. I disagree with that. One thing I know for sure is this. In a war, there are always casualties. Had the pharma guys been given more time before they rolled out, they would have worked out the bugs and their formula to avoid the early deaths. And it was only these early dramatic deaths that got people to pause. If there had been no early problems, I might not have stopped my husband from taking the vax. And if this is the long-term poison and sterilization agent, I believe it to be, then just that point, the early push forward, which exposed the problems, may have literally saved humanity from near extinction. And some proof of this is the graph, which clearly shows that early fires manipulation of something which decreased toxicity. Now, this is the evidence of a post-marketing experimental dose response curve. And now what she's saying here is that in the beginning, there were a certain amount of batches that didn't kill people. There were a certain amount of things that didn't kill people. Remember, I talked about this in depth before, is that if everybody who took the initial shots had dropped dead, you know, after the first 10,000 people had dropped dead, it would probably take that many for the United States to wake up. And we have dead people everywhere from the shot. Everybody would go, the heck with the shot. I'm not doing this. Remember at the beginning, people were actually dying. Right. Immediately when the shot was given to them, I mean, they were going into shock and dying in instantly within 60 seconds. And we had all those videos come out and got 60 seconds to dead, 60 seconds to dead. That's too toxic. And they knew they couldn't allow that to go on because nobody would take it. So they had to give out placebos. And that's why a lot of people aren't sick because they got placebos because if everybody had gotten the kill shot. This this shot would not have been put through the paces and not, you know, you know, 250, 300 million people in the United States wouldn't have received it. That's my opinion. However, they've got the toxicity levels down now that they were now attacking the ovaries and the testicles, et cetera, et cetera, and decreasing fertility, just like this doctor has said that I just read from. But the reality is this. Why are we dealing with this you know, from, a, you know, from a scientific standpoint and covering it all up? Well, this goes back to what Kennedy said. Big pharma is controlled by big mafiosa groups. <laughs> this period, that's what does it all. 
And, and the same group that controls the big pharma controls the TV, controls everything. That's why in Europe it's illegal to run drug commercials on their TVs in Europe. They can't do it. It's illegal. But in the United States, that's what they do all the time. You know, Super Bowl sponsored by drug companies, sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by, you know, you know, AstraZeneca. I mean, all these different companies sponsor all of these drug commercials all of the time because that promotes pharmacia. And that goes right back to how the sorcerers control the world through pharmakia, which goes right back to the synagogue of Satan, which goes right back to the ancient Canaanite religions and the worship of Moloch, period. And that's what we have to talk about on this show. And it seems like nobody else wants to talk about it because if you start talking about that, it gets really weird really fast because then it goes back another 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Then it goes back to the angel wars. It goes all the way back to the pre-Adamic race. Someone said to me the other day, why does any of that stuff really matter? You know, We're here now, and I'm like – well, we got to find out who's running the planet, why they're running the planet, and who's doing this to the planet, and why they continue to think it's okay to do this to the planet. And that's why I'm continuing to work on that particular show called Angel Wars or the Pre-Adamic Race or alien spaceships that basically had a massive galactic war 50,000 years ago and the, and the results of that giant war, whatever you want to call it, okay? It's going to be one of those shows when we get it done, and I'm still working on it diligently. I'll be getting it done hopefully within the next few weeks, and we can get it out there. And The problem with that show is going to be one of those that's going to continually you know, get updated and updated and updated, and I'll continue to give you more and more and more information about it. Uh, but here's, this, this is interesting. I don't really cover this, but I'm going to cover this. Because I've promoted Top Gun Maverick so many times, you know the, the movie. I've saw it multiple times in the theater. The, the movie that basically resurrected from the dead the movie industry after COVID, and it says Top Gun Maverick star Tom Cruise refused to attend the Oscars to avoid awkward running with ex-wife Nicole. This is a lie, despite the smash hit movie that saved Hollywood from being being nominated for Best Picture. Okay, he already knew the show. He already knew that this was not going to win. He didn't want to put himself through all of that stuff, you know, with Hollywood again. He didn't want to sit there and be on camera and have him, you know, be told that, you know, Top Gun didn't win Best Picture when it was clearly the best picture of the year. It was clearly the movie was perfect. I don't think it could be any better. And, and quite frankly, well, they could have taken a couple of the bad words out of it. That's what they should have done. But but the reality is that other than that, the movie was phenomenal. And it was probably one of the best done movies ever. Tom Cruise should he have re- should have re- should have re- received a Best Actor award. Probably, okay, because quite frankly, he did a really good job of that movie. Now, I know he kind of plays the same parts all the time. I got that, right? And I know the guy's gay, and I don't even care about that. All I can say is this. The movie was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. It should have gotten Best Picture, and Tom Cruise should have gotten Best Actor for that movie, in my opinion. Now, you guys can argue with me or whatever. I guess because I'm really biased because I'm a pilot and I really love the movie. But the truth of the matter is he was completely snubbed. It has nothing to do with Nicole Kidman, and it has nothing to do with the Church of Scientology. It was the fact that he got snubbed again, and he's just not going to play the game with them. Had he known he was going to receive this award, which they would have told him, I'm sure, in advance, or he would have heard it through the insiders because he knows all those people in Hollywood, I'm sure he would have been there. But the reality is he didn't – they didn't do it. He single-handedly saved Hollywood in the, in the movie industry, personally. I believe that with all of my heart. There's so many theaters closed, but he was snubbed by it. Because why? Because we've got an alpha male – with alpha females and alpha men who are flying planes in a non-woke movie without a bunch of transgender gay stuff in it with a heterosexual relationship between him and the leading star, the woman there. And, and, and basically it's a really clean, fun movie to watch, and it's action-packed. But that's not what Hollywood wants, does it? Is it? It wants the filth, and it wants the perversion, and it wants the atomistic hatred of Jesus. And if they promote that kind of weird stuff or some kind of other weird nonsense that they did for the best picture you know, winner of this year, what's going to happen is they're going to continue to push their narrative. But they don't want alpha men and alpha females 
out there telling the truth and supporting and protecting the United States of America and promoting nationalism with the United States of America and showing the military in a good light in the United States of America. They want it destroyed. Notice there were no transgender military people in that movie. Just thought I'd mention that. Just thought I'd kind of say that kind of really quiet like. But again, this is Hollywood and this is the perversion. Their perversions have no boundaries. The depths of their the Persian perversions go back to the ancient Canaanite religions, and they ain't going to change. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Oh, you're, you're 100% accurate. That's one of the reasons why there were so many people that were trying to find ways to slam that movie, except the numbers spoke for themselves and the highest grossing box office films of all time. And you're exactly right. It brought back people back to the Cinemarks because I remember during COVID, there was a uh, – uh, movie theater uh, brand called Cinemarks down here in Florida. And it was over in Lakeland and uh, it was closed down, you know, for a good couple months. And then they had to reopen it because the sad part about it was they had actually just redone this entire movie theater. It was like a brand new movie theater, brand new, everything, brand new building seats, projectors, everything, whole new theater. And it had only been out for about maybe a year and a half. And so all of a sudden COVID hit and it was like, okay, well, we're still paying overhead. We're still paying upkeep. We're still paying taxes. We're still paying everything on this building. So what they did was during COVID, they came in, they started doing $5 throwback movies because nothing new was coming out. And so it was probably June or July. And me and my friends, my wife, and all, we started going over there all the time because we would go in and it was like a private showing. We'd have the entire movie theater to ourselves, not a single soul in there except us, you know, four, five, six of us. And they had older movies that came out years ago, back from the 80s and 90s. It was five bucks. And I was like, whatever. I said, go watch this movie back in time, you know, $5, go see it on the big screen by myself in a private movie. Couldn't beat it. And it was funny because when we first went in there, <laughs> the uh, there's like one guy running the entire place, bless his heart, and the place is empty. I mean, I'm talking empty. They're just trying to generate some type of cash flow off concessions and stuff like that. And uh, we walk in there. I'm really like the first time. And uh, real nice guy. He's got his mask on and everything. So this is like June, July 2020. This is when everybody's still spooked. We're like, yeah, whatever, okay. So we go in there, and he looks at us, and he goes, um, do you, you guys, you're, you're required to wear a mask in the movie theater. And I looked him dead in the face, and I was like, no, we don't wear a mask. And he goes, okay, not a problem. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. All y'all, come on in. <laughs> and I just started laughing, and I was like, we're not going to wear a mask. We'll probably be here a lot, but I really appreciate you guys being open. He goes, oh, please, thank you for coming. Please come back as much as you want. And it just cracked me up because I thought to myself, you know, that's what it's about. You're there for the customer. You're there to support the movie theaters if they're making, bringing all this stuff to light to watch on the big screen. And all that stopped. And, you know, that Top Gun brought a lot of that back. So it's ironic to me that, you know, a lot of times they want to try to criticize these films that come out because all they do is produce garbage. Hollywood does most of the time. And they produce so much garbage now, a lot of people want nothing to do with a lot of going to the movies anymore. And now the streaming services and all that have changed it even more. You know, the streaming services went to the roof. Their valuations, I mean, they're making billions of dollars during COVID because everybody was sitting at home just watching movies. So the movie theater just kapunked. So something to be there in Hollywood. I don't know how I got off on that. But also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. Canada has now started to give COVID-19 vaccines to minors without parental consent. I cannot make this up. And I told you I ran into that Canadian individual the other day when we were at that resort or our friends had. And he was telling me how they were having to get the COVID shot originally just to go to different provinces. I mean, they couldn't even like travel or do anything without getting the shot. 
And, well, this is happening now. Alberta, Canada is now giving COVID-19 vaccines to minors. Alberta, on March 2nd, 2023, Alberta Health Services issued new guidelines on COVID-19 vaccination in the province of Alberta. Al Albertans, six months of age and older, are eligible to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Moderna approved for ages six months and older. Pfizer approved for ages five years and older. Now, what's interesting about this is even Canada and their medical officials and all their infinite stupidity, they still aren't giving the Pfizer shot to six-month-olds. Just thought I would throw that out there. United States right now is the only place in the entire world that is giving the Pfizer shot to six-month-olds and older, all the way up to five, you know, plus, plus, plus. And that's it. Ironic, isn't it? So the standard procedure from Alberta's healthcare system is now essentially, it says right here, youth under 18 is consent. This is the Q&A. Youth under 18 under guidelines is consent from a parent or guardian required for a minor to be vaccinated. In some circumstances, a minor may be determined to be mature a minor who has the capacity to consent to being vaccinated on their own behalf. This is determined on a case-by-case basis. What? Does a parent or guardian need to accompany a minor to their immunization appointment to provide consent? In circumstances where a minor does not have signed consent form but is deemed mature enough by the attending immunizer, parental consent is not required. This is done on a case-by-case basis. (laughs) So what they're saying is in order to continue to pump out their shot because they have a glut of it and they contract with Pfizer Moderna, if I'm not mistaken, Trudeau said I think until 2024, 2024 they've contracted this shot out now. Insanity. Uh, Yeah, case-by-case basis. So the 14-year-old comes in and they said, you want to get your shot, little Timmy? He goes, uh, I don't know. Do I need a shot? Oh, yeah, you need your COVID booster. Come on, get your COVID shot. Uh, okay, I guess I'll get my COVID shot. Here, here, sign your form. We deemed you to be a mature enough minor. Go ahead and get your shot. The very fact that they've laid this out in the Q&A and they're stating this in writing shows you how crazy it has become. And then again, she goes back to the, the truth that has to be brought up about what these shots have been doing and continually talked about on a regular basis. Also, to in other news, more infinite stupidity in New York, the mayor is now saying that everyone in <laughs> I can't I can't hardly say this with a straight face. Everyone in New York now, when they walk into a building, we are putting clear to all of our shops, do not allow people to enter the store without taking their mask off. <laughs> I can't make this up. New York, as remember back in the day, they required all New Yorkers to wear a mask to enter any building up until February 2022, just a year ago. A year later now, the New York mayor is saying that because the criminal behavior and robberies and burglaries and thievery has become so horrific in New York now due to everybody wearing masks that is stealing stuff, um, you're not allowed to enter a store without taking your mask off. (laughs) I can't. I can't even say this with a straight face. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, come on, Dad. Like, what? So, wait a minute. You got to wear a mask for COVID. Everybody starts stealing stuff. Well, now you can't wear a mask because you're stealing stuff. So we're just going to tell you you have to take your mask off to enter the store. I feel like I'm watching Looney Tunes. Honestly, I feel like I'm watching the old Looney Tunes with the Roadrunner and the coyote and it's just it's constant theater that's so stupid and so moronic but it's funny to say the least because it's so dumb but yet it's kind of not that funny because it really is happening right now so again just something to throw that out there to make you guys laugh for the day because i i remember i remember talking to people that went to new york and they said it was horrific terrific 
as soon as you walk in the store, they're screaming at you to wear a mask on. Remember the mom and daughter, or mom, mom and son, they were in the store, or in the restaurant, and they have a mask on, and they didn't have a, a COVID vaccine immunization card from the CDC. Your all-powerful COVID passport card. You cannot pass. They go, we're, we want to eat. We're hungry. We want to eat some food. No, you will not be allowed to eat. You do not have your COVID pass. You have to be removed from the premises, and law enforcement did. That was, again, the same type of individuals that we saw in UK that I brought up earlier that got their butt handed to them by trying to arrest a judo master, stupid as that kids. The same New York officers completely followed orders and, and kicked a mom and a child out so they could not eat because they did not have their COVID shot. And the crazy part about it was not a single person in that store, not a single person in that restaurant stood up and said anything. Not a single person. They stood and watched the brown shirt New York Police Department, who's already got some of the most horrific aim because they have like 12-pound triggers on their Glocks. You can look that up. That's why every time there's a gunfight, they shoot more bystanders than they do actual perpetrators in some cases. And they follow orders blindly because that's what they're told to do. At some point in time – and I'm saying this to everybody. I don't care if you're in law enforcement, if you're a contractor, if you're in security. At some point in time your morals, your biblical values have to overtake and give you sound judgment and reasoning and wisdom instead of just blindly following unconstitutional, illegal orders that are going to hurt people. That has always been one of the most worst parts about human society. We've watched this now. You saw it in Germany. You've seen it in Russia. You've seen it in China. When you get people that are brainwashed and they're just following orders, they will literally do some of the most depraved things to to other individuals simply because Oh, I'm following orders. That's the excuse. My friends, don't just follow orders. Ask questions. Stand up and say, is this okay? We really need to do this? If you'd had one officer in that restaurant with that mother and that child say, listen, this is not okay. Why, 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 are we, why are we kicking them out? Clearly, if everybody else is vaccinated, they're protected, right? That was the whole stupid argument. My vaccine doesn't work unless you get your vaccine. Okay, so so my Sudafed doesn't work for my sinus, you know, problem that I have right now because you didn't take your Sudafed. What kind of stupid numb nut science is that? It's not. It was all designed to pit people against one another. Same thing like we saw over there um, in uh, Memphis where you had those five black officers beat that kid almost to death. Well, he, he did die in the hospital and not one of them, not one of them. At any point in time on body cam stopped and said, listen, guys, this is ridiculous. You're holding him down and kicking him in the face and pepper spraying him while you're telling him not to resist why four of us are holding him. Nobody said that. It is time when you have to understand there's a certain time to be vocal. There's a certain time to stand up and there's a certain time to stand your ground and say, listen, this isn't okay. I'm not going to go along with this. I'm not going to pretend this is okay. I am not going to be a willful party to this whatsoever. If y'all want to be involved in this, I can't physically stop all of y'all, but I will not be a party to it. And my friends, that is such an important point that we all have to get together because you think about it. You read in the Bible when Jesus talks about the coming of days and what's going to start happening, and he starts talking about brother goes against brother and father goes against son, and children give up their parents to be put to death. He talks about that, and that's exactly what they're continually trying to do. They're trying to pit everybody against everybody instead of saying, listen, live and let be, man. This guy's not doing anything. He's, he's, he's having a, a judo class for free out in the middle of a park. We're not going to arrest him, period. We're not going to do it. I'm not going to follow orders. This is asinine. 
I'm not going to get my, my wrist broken, my ribs cracked. I'm done. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to go get a donut. And it reaches a point in time where you have to ask yourself a question. How far are you willing to go to stand up for your family and your friends? And how willing are you willing to, how far are you willing to go to stand up your convictions? Because as I've said before, it is very important you find that line before you are put in front of that line. You don't sit around and go, well, when I get to that point, I guess I'll try to figure it out on the fly. No, that doesn't work. You got adrenaline, you got emotions, you have fear, you have all types of things that start to happen internally, hormonally in your body. When you start getting a serious situation, you have to take a step back and say, I'm not going to be guided by fear. I've got an adrenaline dump. I know it's about to happen. I've already thought about this. I have stood on my convictions. This is where I stand right now. I will not move. Here we go. Let's rock and roll, boys. Just putting that out there, guys, because there are so many people that I have had talk to me during COVID and post when they go, oh, well, you know what? Just we'll just just get through this. If we get through this month and just wear a mask and you get the shot, it'll be over with soon. Guys, it was never over soon. It was never designed to be over soon. It was designed to spread a kill shot far and wide across the entire globe in order to get people on this merry-go-round of the medical industrial complex. I told you guys the numbers the other day of the side effects of what they've seen now in the research. That one research study, they tell what, 264,000 people they researched. They're saying on average now, you're probably going to have at least 5 million new people, at minimum 5 million new people added every year to the medical roster with new acute conditions they've never had. And I think those numbers are extremely low. You do the math on that, dude, next couple of years, you're talking about 10, 15, 20, 30 million people now that are going to be in the medical industrial complex that were never there before. They've never had acute conditions and health problems. Do the math and figure out where they're going with that. Continue to get the truth out there, my friends, and have conversations with your family. Have conversations with your friends. How are you going to handle this situation if it occurs? I encourage you all to do the same. What do you think, Deb? I think they should have gone out and got donuts and coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, I just, I've got a friend of mine, his name is Ray, and he was back to, he was Austin Sensei, you know, and Austin was in karate for like eight years, and uh, as he trained Austin to fight, and they placed fourth in the U.S. Open, Ray was a phenomenal fighter, and he always entered the U.S. Open also, and always did real well at it, as far as world international martial arts competitions, and I remember Ray said one time, he was he just got back from his karate class, and he's wearing his, he's wearing his gi, and he's got his black belt on, and he has some subcontractors show up at his house, and for various reasons, they got into a disagreement about something, and the subcontractor says to Ray, and I'm just paraphrasing this, it's been a long time ago since he told me the story, that, you know, he's basically going to whip Ray. And uh, Ray looked at him kind of funny and said, really? He goes, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do for a living. He says, I fight, and I teach people how to fight. He says, do you really want to do this? And I guess maybe those police officers should have really thought through that and thought, well, maybe they really don't want to do that right now. Maybe they didn't try to negotiate with this guy just to disband his free judo class and free stretching exercises in order to uh, defuse the situation. But that, that to me, I, I'm sorry about laughing about that, but it's just, it's just crazy. By the way, another article has come out with nanokinase showing how it stops the tumors and not the tumors, the clots from forming from the clot shot. I've been taking nanokinase now. I take two a day every day. And uh, I think it's something we all need to do, especially with more and more people continuing to get booster shots, which still is amazing to me that people are that stupid. It really is. And they're being exposed to more and more shedding. And like Austin says, we're going to have millions and millions of more people put into the hospitals, into the medical industrial complex from the mafia also groups, the synagogue of Satan that runs the planet so they can extract the last little bit of wealth from these people as they die. 
and uh, you know, like our buddy who basically, uh, you know, was a car sales guy that, you know, who sat and got all the shots and all the boosters and bragged about it. And then, you know, getting blood clots and his left foot got gangrene in it from lack of circulation. And they started rotting his foot off and they put him on antibiotics and had to go in and strip out his arteries. And now he's dead. It just never ends. These guys are just unreal what they do. So I, the, the E, the cod liver oil, the nanokinase, the B-complex, all of those different things are very, 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 very important to keep your blood thin. Just, you know, just, you know, if you want to take the fish oil in capsules, if you don't like the cod liver oil, that's real important, too, because we have that available, too. And just make sure you keep that blood thin and drink plenty of, you know, purified water, reverse osmosis, or just still at least half your body weight in ounces. Also, uh, another article came out from Daily Mail, and I posted it about a week ago, and I haven't had a chance to cover the story yet. And, it, and again, it links prostate cancer in men from not having relations with their wife on a regular basis. Just thought I'd mention that. And it says that they have a massive reduction of prostate cancer if they have regular relations. And I, I, I know I don't like bringing this up because it's kind of awkward for me. And I know I'll have a lot of you know people listening with their children and all that. So I try to do this in a very judicious way. But ladies, take care of your husbands. I don't know how else to say it. You know, just in, in husbands, take care of your, your ladies. <laughs> okay, just you guys need to make sure the plumbing works on a regular basis if you want to massively reduce the risk of prostate cancer. Take our prostate support. We have three different ones. In fact, I'm going to put the ultimate prostate stack together pretty quick. We're going to have it on the website hopefully by tomorrow. And we're going to have the ultimate, you know, uh, shot survival stack. <laughs> we're going to put that on the, or whatever we want to call it. I mean, gosh, you'll be so careful not to make claims, you know, on the website. So, you know, we're going to have the, the prostate stuff. I'm going to go ahead and put that up there today. Or, you know, I'm going to have to, well, I'm going to tell staff to do it. I'm going to have to take pictures and all that kind of stuff. But it's really, really important you keep your prostate really strong and keep it really healthy. And you really need to be taking prostate support, especially if you're over the age of 50 or over the age of 40, if you're having issues with your PSA levels or problems with urination, et cetera, et cetera. So I just thought I'd mention that again. And so we'll go ahead and post that story again online so you guys can see it. By the way, Tennessee now is the first state to ban drag shows for minors. Good for Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee has become the first U.S. state to explicitly ban drag drag performances of public spaces accessible to minors. I'm really happy that Tennessee has done this. It's about time that somebody actually stepped up and did something like that. Because quite frankly, if they don't start doing stuff from a state level like this, you know, it's, uh, it's just not going to be any better. Now, here's an interesting article, too, and it deals with AI. It says proof that scientists can now read your mind. It says AI, artificial intelligence, will turn people's thoughts into images with 80% accuracy. Wow. The new AI-powered algorithm can reconstruct your thoughts into images. It produced 1,000 photos with 80% accuracy from the brain activity. You know, and, and what's funny about this is that if you think through this for a second, if you get 80% accuracy from your, from your mind as far as producing photographs for your thoughts, you know – they're going to have a pretty good idea of what you're thinking about all the time, and they can pretty much determine what your plans are. They really can. And so this, this goes right back to what Tom Cruise did you know, years ago with Minority Report. Artificial intelligence can create images based on text prompts, but scientists unveil a gallery of pictures as the technology produces by reading brain activity. The new AI-powered algorithm reconstructed over 1,000 images, including a teddy bear and an airplane from the brain scans with 80% accuracy. This is some this is some crazy stuff, guys. This goes right back to what it says in Genesis chapter six that every thought will be evil all the time. Researchers from Osaka University used a popular stable diffusion model, included an open AI DAL E2, which can create imagery based on text inputs. The team showed participants in individual sets of images and connected FMRI functional magnetic resonance imaging scans, which the AI then decoded. 
we showed that our method can reconstruct high resolution, not high resolution images with high fidelity from human brain activity. Unlike previous studies of image reconstruction, our method does not require training or fine tuning of complex deep learning models. The algorithm pulls information from parts of the brain involved in image perception, such as the occipital and temporal lobes, according to Yaki, who led the research. The team used the fMRI because it picks up blood flow changes in active brain areas. Uh, you know, this is some scary, scary, scary stuff they have now. And it goes right back to making us get tied into a D-Wave AI computer where if they can read these thoughts, they can put a frequency back into your brain and give you another thought and give you another image. I just thought I'd mention that because this is all digitally decoded. So all I have to do is run the right digital decoding into your brain, and they can make your brain think evil thoughts all the time, just like the Bible says happened in Genesis chapter 6. And again, this is where this technology is going because Lucifer is not, I repeat, omnipotent. He can't be everywhere all at once. If he was, he never would have crucified the son of glory. He would have figured out real quick that was the wrong thing to do. And it says that in the Bible. Had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified Christ because it created that blood covenant relationship between me and you and Jesus and God Almighty, which continually restores our DNA. That's probably one of the big problems they're having, honestly, with the mRNA shots killing Christians and killing people, is that we have a blood covenant with God Almighty that allows his blood and his energy field to permeate our body and to restore us to that back to that, that of the father. You know, this whole complex thing that we've, that we are this incredible biological machine that God made with us, this biochemical machine that's an energy field, energy wave is so advanced guys. I mean, I remember when I was in physiology at Florida state, we started studying just the kidney, just the kidney. And it was unreal how the kidney works. And then we started studying the joints and synovial fluid and connective tissue and the liver and all the other things. And it's so complex. And that's what they say about PhDs, isn't it? As far as people have doctors in certain topics, you become increasingly more knowledgeable about less and less. <laughs> you start to learn how everything works on a micro level. And that's the truth. And so we have not yet even come close to understanding how these things were developed by God Almighty and how he put it together. But guys, it's real and we're real. And as long as we're here on this planet and this earthly realm that we're in, uh, we need to serve God Almighty. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again this morning, and I got a lot of compliments yesterday about you know me call, talking about the different names of Jesus and who God is and what he can do for us. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. But guys, listen to me. Keep your hearts and faith in Christ all the days of your life. I want you to do that. Do that for, do that for yourself. Do that for your family. You know, you know, I'm, you know it's, so, it's so funny. You know, you know, I lost Sharon last summer. And, you know, but she's not dead because death is a lie. You've got to remember that, you know, we don't die. We just go to a different place. We kind of, you know, we move. We basically, you know, put in a forwarding address and we're out of here. <laughs> Guess what happens? And we go somewhere else to live. And see, always understand that, that death is a lie, that we don't die. We just go to a different field, a different dimension, so to speak. And always remember that. I read you that article, that it was an article, that Bible verse about the rich guy and Lazarus talking to each other from heaven when, 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 the, when Lazarus is in the Abraham's bosom. And, and they're talking to each other. They can see each other. And they can't go back and forth, but they can see it. So it's a great chasm is fixed. But they were still alive, and they remembered everything that had happened. You don't die. Get that. You know, you go to a different place, whether it's a good place or a bad place, kind of your choice while you're here. But the reality is this, is we have to understand that's why God came here to deliver us from that. Oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? Jesus overcame both death, hell, hell, I repeat that, and the grave. Always remember that. These entities that are in these other dimensions, they don't like you. and They want you to come to them. And you don't have to do that if you don't want to. 
You just have to choose Jesus. Always remember that because he is the author and he is the finisher and he is the perfecter of our faith. And again, with my privilege and my honor and my responsibility now to pray for you guys this morning. And I want to thank you again for your reciprocity to me to pray for me and Austin and our families. It means the world to us. They really can, it keeps us protected. And I want to thank you for supporting Health Masters and getting your vitamins and your deodorants and your mouthwash and your toothpaste and all that stuff from us, your bath salts. Because when you do that kind of stuff, it supports this show and allows us to continue to tell you the things that we've told you today and throughout the, in the last almost 2,000 podcasts. Awesome, buddy. What do you think? And what's your next story? Oh, that's spot on. I mean, you're absolutely right about it. And I do appreciate all the support and the customers. We get them coming in all the time. I love seeing the customers. They'll come in. We'll talk for a little bit and meet new faces and old customers coming in and catching up with them. It's fantastic. And also, too, in other news, I thought this was interesting. I saw this article earlier here. It's just, I don't know. I'm just going to bring it up because it's just ironic to me. Uh, the report now from the Times of Israel, the country's two largest banks in Israel, Bank Lumi and Bank Hopalim. They apparently, uh, Israel's two largest banks, they were able to transfer over a billion dollars out of the Silicon Valley Bank before it collapsed. Just, just going to throw that out there. It allegedly set up a room that had been operating around the clock to help firms transfer their money from SB, SVB. They said while the companies in the U.S. were not able to draw funds before the bank's failure, both Israeli companies were able to somehow get all of their money out in time. But uh, the companies who deposits now are locked up by the FDIC, apparently, concerned that many rumors are what, who was involved and who knew about this before it was actually happening. So apparently all these major fund companies, all these major companies that were working with Israeli banks, the two top largest Israeli banks in the entire country, somehow suddenly were able to extract a billion dollars out before anything started collapsing. Um, just thought I would throw that out there. Kind of like they knew it was going to happen before it was going to happen. Kind of like how a lot of the top tier guys at uh, Trade Towers on 9-11 didn't go to work that day. Thought I would throw that out there. Just something to throw out there. Also, to another news, this is interesting, down at the border, this is some crazy videos. Videos have been emerging of thousands of illegal migrants attempting to rush the border at the checkpoint in Paso de Nultra Bridge. The establishment media barely recovered on the report, but the live reporting showed videos that a massive group of migrants attempted to rush the Paso de Nultra port of entry in El Paso this afternoon. CBP special response teams and crowd control and cra- crowd control gear repelled the crowd, and uh, ma- migrants are still actually gathered on the bridge, but apparently have not broken entry yet. And this is, again, the same policies that we've been seeing now from this administration that's designed to destabilize the United States. I have never had one single issue with legal migration into this country. Quite frankly, this country was built on migrants. (laughs) We're built here, I mean, all the way from all the coastlines and from Europe and from everything else. But what happens is when you start having people come here and they immediately are able to go on the welfare roll and they're immediately able to get funding and free cash and policies is to destabilize the United States because remember a country like the U.S. is big and as powerful as we have been it doesn't just fall down overnight you don't just I mean Rome took hundreds of years to finally collapse as big and as broad as vast as it was and this is exactly what they've been working on the United States for so long this is why they're constantly putting out these articles all the time now about oh well you know the, the toxic masculinity is been perpetuated and everything we've got to get rid of this well no they don't want grown men being men i mean they don't i don't ever hear them complain about the toxic masculinity on the normandy beach invasion 
Never hear about that getting brought up. Never hear about the Marines and Iwo Jima and the toxic masculinity with that. Never hear about any references to that. What they want to constantly tell everybody in society now, if you want to be strong, if you want to be aggressive, if you want to be a protector, if you want to be a fighter, if you want to continue to go out and stand up for your family and your country, oh, suddenly you're some type of misogynist, you know, hateful individual. It's like that's not even accurate whatsoever. This toxic masculinity has to be stopped. I saw an article earlier. I was reading about, and it was talking about this college professor who's absolutely bent on making sure he talks to all of his students every time. It has like a whole little, whole little outline on it about stopping toxic masculinity and how men don't need to be in these roles and all this stupid stuff. And again, it's all designed to bring down the United States' younger generation. That's what they're doing with this entire perversion, with this – LGBTQRS tranny thing that they're continually pushing. I mean, look at what we've been seeing now with Project Veritas. Ironically, I didn't think they were going to produce much after they lost O'Keefe, but they've been putting out a ton of information now as far as uh, undercover footage of these school boards and these school curriculum groups that are involved in it. And there's one right here. This was Jericho Middle School, and it was the LGB teacher founder, Elisa Waters, is boasting about tenure status and how educators should utilize their tenure status to promote sexual child grooming as young as two and three years of age. So right here, the truth is we know that kids are coming out younger and younger ages and gender, as you know, sexuality as well. We're seeing it in children as ages two to three. What? Okay, I have two kids. Let's be real. A two-year-old has no aspect of true sexual identity. They're not sitting around going, hmm, I think I've decided I want to change my gender to a male today. Yes, I think I'd rather do that. No, two and three-year-olds, are you joking me right now? And she goes on to say here, she goes, a plethora of queer flags I have in my classroom. You see them. If on Monday I come in and I'm going to be told to take the flag down, I'm going to do what Sarah did, not do it. Thank God for tenure. I'll always tell untenured teachers, you're going to have more longevity making change if you play it a little safer for a little longer. Lean on your tenured colleagues to do some of the work because we need you. The more work you can do at the elementary level, getting rid of boys and girls. Yes, that's what she said. Elementary level. If you go and get rid of boys and girls and all you have are it's or whatever pronouns they have, and I can't even keep up with all the nonsense. Z, zir, zim, zoo. Like, what is this stupid stuff where we just, and I'm not going to get into that, but this is what they're constantly doing. And this girl, again, is on Project Veritas, and there's been numerous ones they released now of these teachers bragging boastfully about putting this information and trying to confuse these younger generations because, oh, we're doing the right thing. We're helping to promote the LGBT community. No, what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring more perverts up behind them because they can't procreate, so they need more perverts, and the only way to do so is to take them out of the younger generation and try to mess with their mind. This whole tranny, queer, whatever you want to call it, agenda that's really pushing this kind of stuff, this is pure and total filth from the pit of hell. This is why it is so important. Parents, get involved with your schools. Get vocal. If you can't make change and you can't get enough people to help you make change, I highly encourage you to swap schools because these videos that I've been watching on Project Veritas, I'll send you the link. You guys can watch them. They're very disturbing on how blatantly downright open these teachers are of trying to sexualize children, as she says verbatim, to two to three years of age that they need to start going after these kids. You can't make this up, Dad. What do you think? They've got to get them while they're in a state of brainwave state, period. That's all they can do. They've got to, they've got to make it so it's okay, and they're doing that. I hate to say it, but they are. They're doing that. And then pretty soon we'll have 20, 30, 40, 50% of the population in 30 years that will think they're trannies or transgenders. They won't care. 
And so, as you know, I hate talking about this topic all the time, but again, it goes back to the Kabbalah Luciferian agenda as far as their God being hermaphrodite. And so it never, ever ends how this happens and how they do this and what they continue to do and all the rest of the stuff they do. And, and it's sickening. And, it, you know, and it's basically uh, it, it ties right back together to all the propaganda they put out. And then when you start getting people like Project Veritas, you know, going in and doing this and videotaping this and saying, hey, this is what they're trying to do. It quickly makes you understand how depraved these people are. And how, like you said, they can't reproduce, so it's better for them to just go ahead and try to change these young children in order to have more of them. And yet they don't even understand when they destroy the moral fiber of the country and they destroy what we are as a Christian nation. Even more so, the country itself loses itself because that's the bond. It's the Christianity. It's the wholesomeness. It's the United States, the Norman Rockwell United States that is still holding the show together. That's what it is. And once that's gone, it's over with. It's my energy, my generation. It's also the generation who were raised right. These new generations are just, you know, they're the tech generations are the ones that are raised on iPhones and iPads, and they believe everything they see and they believe everything they hear and all the lies. There's an interesting article that says these are the 10 planks, the 10 things as far as propaganda, the 10 rules of propaganda. I'm going to read these very quickly. Number one, we don't want war. We are only defending ourselves. Okay, that's nice. That's what, yeah, okay. The other guy is solely responsible for this war. Our adversary's leader is evil, and he looks evil. We are, that's why they take bad pictures of Putin all the time. They put them up. We are defending a noble purpose, not a special interest. No, they're not. The, we're doing a massive money laundering scheme in Ukraine. The enemy is purposely causing atrocities. We only commit mistakes. Completely wrong. The enemy is using unlawful weapons, lies, lies, and more lies. We have very little losses. The enemy is losing big, more lies. Intellectuals and artists support our cause. That's probably true because the weirdos are the intellectuals and the artists. In many cases, but not all cases, our cause is sacred. No, it's not. It's not sacred at all. It's maybe sacred to your Kabbalah Luciferian agenda, but it's not sacred to the rest of us. And those who doubt our propaganda are traitors. That's exactly what they say. You know, the neo knight, you know, warmongering white conservative Christian males who are grandma hating neo Nazis who basically want to run around with swastikas and, and zigheils. It's sickening. What they do and the propaganda they put out. Remember, Obama was like this. If you didn't like what Obama said, if you don't think, if you didn't agree with Obama said, you obviously were a racist. Remember that? That hasn't ended. That's still going strong. Wow. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you too. It's my pleasure to pray for you every day. I thank you for your support. Austin, finish it up and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. 100%. And that's why we do the best we can. With no op, no no commercials, no ads, no nothing. We thank you. And we do that because of you. We can only do it because of you. So thank you for your support of Health Masters. If you need anything, feel free to give us a call at 1-800-726-1834. Lots of stuff going on right now as far as on the website that we're changing and getting updated. So we got a bunch of stuff that's finally coming together now. We've had to change some things here and there, but it's really starting to come together. And Dad made a comment earlier about the NATO Kinesis. That's a very interesting product. That's very, very effective, and uh, it really what it does is it helps to break down fibrin, and it's natokinase, and it's designed to go in and actually prevent blood clotting proteins, and so it's really good for cardiovascular and circulatory health. It's not something that I've ever really think that I've needed. However, a lot of older adults that I know that are getting older, they always take it, and now with this COVID shot – I definitely think it's something that a lot of people need to continually take along with the vitamin E and along probably with the HGH stimulates. So I'll probably put together a kit now with the new natokinase formula to really go in and kind of reduce the exposure, I guess you could say, on the cardiovascular system with whatever this stuff is that they've been continually trying to force everybody to get injected with. And I'm just – it still boggles my mind. I had a conversation the other day with someone. They asked me, they said, 
how in the world did they get away with it as far as getting so many people? I said it was fear. I said I told everybody at the beginning when OSHA came in and they said we're gonna OSHA's gonna find employers and employers are gonna find everybody and fire everybody if they don't get the shot. I said, let it play out. I said, what are you going to do? You're going to start firing 30, 40% of the entire workforce in the United States? You're going to start firing the entire hospitals? If everybody says no, oh, that, that's effective. That works really good. But again, they tried. It failed with the Supreme Court, but yet the plan still worked out with a lot of people that have gotten it. So continue to keep your body strong. Continue to do certain things you need to do to maintain longevity, overall cardiovascular health, endurance. Continue to stay strong, my friends. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Again, if you need anything, healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. We're always here Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, if you want to come in the office or stop by at any time. Thank you so much. Enjoy your evening, and we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>